Hello. Welcome back to the Post Class Brag Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Braggaw. OMG. Here we are. Episode two. I'm stoked. I can't wait for you to meet our very first guest. But before that, let's start with our Bev of the Day and, of course, our brag board. So today I am drinking another Alani New. This is a theme here. I really like Alani New. Uh, This is the Arctic White flavor. This flavor, I have a bone to pick with you, Alani New, because this flavor is so good and it is so hard to find. I found what I don't even know where I found it like two years ago. I actually have a picture of me with the can and I've never been able to find it since then. I happened upon a few of these Arctic Whites through a friend who may be the owner of the Beauty Booth Cincinnati partners with Alani New. So, you know, who you know, I guess. But Alani New, can we get this Arctic white flavor in stores, in more stores where we can find them? And by that, I mean Kroger or Target. Okay. Bev of the day. Let me know what you're drinking. Let me know what I need to try. Moving into my favorite part of this podcast, and we've only done it one time, but I already know this is going to be it for me. Our brag board. I have quite a few submissions for this episode, so I'm very excited. We're starting out super strong with Lauren from Ohio. She became an official Legree Master Trainer. Can we just claps and snaps for Lauren? I don't even know what that would entail to become a master trainer of anything, but Legree is so hard. So, like, go off, girl. Can't wait to see what you do with that. That's incredible. Next, we have Steffi, also from Ohio. She said, my my brag this week, I've been going to the same gym, Shred 415, pretty much every day. Okay, girl. Finally trying new gyms around the city. Did my first hot yoga class and getting into cycling more. We love a diversified portfolio because we do all of the things. I love that. Look at you go. I don't understand how we're both doing all the things in the city and still missing each other, but okay, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, Katie from Colorado. This this story she sent me was so good. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read a snippet of what she sent me um, because it's just so good. Um, She talked about cycling at home and wanting to get back into a studio. So she says... I googled spin studios near me and came across Cycle Den in Denver, Colorado. After my first class, I discovered they were hiring and training spin instructors. I've always wanted to be an instructor, but I always felt I needed to look a certain way or be a certain age. In the past five years, I've had two children, chronic pain, and other struggles that really affected my health. Nevertheless, I decided to take the leap as the community is so welcoming and has instructors and members of all ages. Long story long, <laughs> I finished my first class as an official instructor. Katie, just, yes, girl. I I love this, and I, I wish that you all could have read the whole story she sent me in my DMs. I, I think it's incredible that you are getting past these things that are holding you back in your head of what something should look like and going for it. Somebody the other day said, Katie, you're just, they asked me, like, what was that term you used for yourself this year? I said, I'm just going for it this year. 
And then another person said, you're really living your best life. And I was like, yes. So if anybody else is in this like mindset 2024, we're just going for it. Like me and Katie, it's a Katie thing, I guess. We're going for it. Okay, next we have Hannah from Ohio. She went to two yoga classes in January and her goal is to do more yoga in 2024. Same, I'm doing no yoga. I don't even know if I did any yoga in 2023. I might have, I probably did. But Hannah, let's get together. Let's do some yoga. Lee from New York, she went to 259 classes at Hype in Buffalo, New York. Okay, Lee. That's amazing. 259 classes. Can't wait to see you reach more milestones. Also, I don't know what hype is, but now I need to know. And when I come to Buffalo, inevitably at some point in my life, I'm going to have to come to hype with you. Um, Jordan from Kansas City. Some of you might know her on Instagram as Healthy Bunhead. She says, took a class that she hadn't taken in months and didn't make herself feel guilty about taking a break. You know from our first episode, we love a mental health brag. Your physical health and your mental health have to go hand in hand. So shout out Jordan, shout out for trying something that you haven't done in a while and shout out for not giving yourself a hard time about it. And spoiler alert, I'm dragging Jordan. I'm headed to Kansas City this weekend and I'm dragging Jordan to a class that neither of us has ever taken. So we'll report back on that. You know, that's gonna be something. Two more, both from Ohio. Stephanie says, my brag is that I have been working my ass off in the gym, really putting in the time and energy into making it a consistent part of my life. And I'm finally starting to see and feel the results. Strong muscles. Yes, girl. And I follow Stephanie on Instagram and she's getting it. She's out there. She's like lifting. I've seen her at Nick's. I've seen her at the, I think it's the cake factory. Go off, girl. I love that. And our very last one is my girl, Ashley. She hit 25 rides at Nick's Cycle. Congrats, girl. That's a great milestone. We love to see it. Don't forget, send me your brags. I do put up the sticker on my Instagram story that you can respond to, but you can always just drop them in my DMs on the Post Class Brag Instagram or the Katie Braga Instagram, just to me, anytime. It doesn't have to be when the sticker is up. Send me your brags. I want to brag about you. You should brag about yourself. We're celebrating more. We're going for it more this year. And I love it. This is so amazing. I hope we get to a point where a whole episode is brags. That'd be a lot. But you know what I mean. I just, I love hearing from you guys. I love knowing what you're doing. So keep them coming. And let's get into the reason why you're really here our very first group fitness instructor interview. Our fitness instructor today is Tara Volman. Tara is an instructor at Shred 415 Cincinnati, a Lululemon ambassador, a pickle baller, a graphic designer, and so much more. She is famous for her inspirational messages that push you to go a little harder at Shred, for being a fire Bengals fan and the person you just want to be best friends with because her energy is just insane. Tara, welcome to the pod. Katie, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And you just said all of my favorite things. So (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I love this. Uh, Tara, we have been friends for four years now. Can you even believe that? 
I know. It's so crazy. I remember the first time I met you too. So yeah, it's, that's awesome. It's, it's wild that we went from acquaintances to you being, you know, my fitness instructor and then to friends. And I just, I couldn't think of anybody better to be my first guest on the pod. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this. And we're going to hop yeah. in. Yes. Okay. So we're going to hop right in and we're going to start with a couple of questions from me. And then we'll have some questions from Instagram and Ooh. then we'll finish up with some fun stuff. So my okay. first question for you is what inspired you to become a group fitness instructor? What inspired me to become a group fitness instructor? Well, um, group fitness has always been something I was kind of drawn to, but never quite felt super comfortable in the setting. Um, and finally I found a place that I did feel comfortable and being a part of that. I wanted to return the favor of helping people believe in themselves and their capabilities. So I had had such a good experience with in instructors, um, that I had been involved with, but also knew I had a little something extra to add in that I felt I was missing. Um, and that would be like the mental piece. So that was a big part of it for me. And I wanted to make sure I was able to incorporate that in my delivery um, and in the formats that I chose to be a part of. Yeah, I, I, I feel that as as somebody that takes your classes, I truly feel that. And I, I find the mental part to be huge. Can you maybe talk a little bit more about that part of the of the mental strategy that, that you bring to your instructing? Yeah, um, so like people are encouraging and have energy and, you know, all that good stuff. But I felt like uh, what I needed was something a little bit deeper, um, a little more just like deep rooted belief in yourself or knowing like that little bit extra does matter. And so that's what I try to constantly remind people um, that a little bit is enough and it all adds up. I, I always like to say like a small, a small step still takes you forward. Um, and I believe that in all aspects, not just literally. So um, I knew I wanted to bring that little bit, not just a good job or keep going extra. I wanted to kind of really get down to um, the stuff that helped me push along. So a small step still takes you forward. I love that. That <laughs> that is huge. I yeah. I I think that maybe people who might have done group fitness at one point in their life or maybe haven't tried it yet are afraid of the instructors just saying things that are very basic. Keep going. You've got it. And finding instructors like yourself that like can tap into a different part of your brain it's just changing the group fitness scene to be a more inviting inclusive fun space that's not just you know basic yeah yeah for sure and that's the last thing I want to be is basic you know like <laughs> life life is big life is exciting and I want that to be incorporated in you know wherever it can be so that's yeah. what I like to do oh we love that okay Talk to us about the modality you teach. So where do you teach and where have you taught in the past? What's been your favorite? What's been the most challenging? Yeah, for sure. So um, I currently teach at Shred 415, which is high intensity interval training. Um, it incorporates a treadmill, which you can walk or run, and then um, pairs with strength training, body weight, and dumbbells, and um, med balls, stuff like that. Um, I originally started my fitness 
instruction at Solid Core, which is no longer there, but it's kind of like 513 Legree. So um, mega former classes. And I've done some personal training. Um, Solid Core was extremely challenging because you had to learn every move. Um, it's not just a bicep curl. You know, you're speaking to different things because you're on an actual machine or, or whatnot. You had to understand every move and how to speak to them. Um, and you had to talk the entire time because it's quite miserable experience. So you want to be distracted, you know, so, um, so you talk the entire time, um, and, you know, just giving those form cues. Now with that being the most difficult, it also gave me a huge step up for my next step, um, in other fitness aspects. So I can speak to almost any, any move you do. I can tell you what body parts work in, how it feels, you know, a lot of form cues. So it really really helped me but it was really tough um so that led me to shred right um shred is also a different kind of challenging you're teaching two classes at one time yeah but um my favorite i love treadmill based group fitness it's my favorite so um i love creating treadmill drills i like them to be creative but also attainable for people I want people to leave my class feeling like good and successful, not defeated and like, damn, I couldn't do that. Um, but then also with treadmills, the energy from the actual belts moving and people moving on the treadmill belt um, brings like a whole new vibe to the space. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, I I obviously work out at Shred, so I, I totally you know, can relate to what you're saying and, and maybe um, people that are listening that have never tried shred or don't have a shred might, you know, be able to relate to um, stride or orange theory if they've tried either of those. But, you know, you, you mentioned about the creating of the workout and that kind of leads me into my next question about creating effective and engaging workout routines for all fitness levels. So when you, I mean, cause the cool thing about shred, I think is that you guys get to create all of your own workouts on your own, right? There's not like a plan from corporate. Yeah, absolutely. Which is something that makes us a little bit different than other, um, you know, tremo based corporate studios. So I love this question because this stuff is super important to me as far as like effective and engaging, um, at shred, it's about muscle endurance because you have the weights for longer periods of time versus muscle strength, where it's just like a rep count you're going for. And because of this, you have to be really strategic with your programming for it to be effective. You know, like the way you yeah. pair stuff together has to be really extremely mindful. So if people get too fatigued, their form is then jeopardized. And so it really bothers me. So I really try to be cognizant of this when I'm writing my workouts. <laughs> um, and I also personally have had like a lot of discomfort from running or, you know, um, certain movements. So I try to incorporate a lot of mobility stuff, hip and core stability, strengthening movements into my workouts um, to help alleviate some of this for clients that might be experiencing. So overall, what I'm saying, I guess, is, you know, I really put a lot of energy into being effective and not overusing Um in that yeah. space because it can be an easy thing to do yeah absolutely um and i think i think that that's one of the things that maybe scares people away and, and so what would you say to somebody that wants to come in and try you know shred come and take your class that might be a little bit afraid of taking that jump please come in <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, um, but seriously, like I take extreme pride in the fact that I bring my best self every time I show up into that studio with my workouts, but also with the delivery of them. Um, I stay strategic, but I also try to stay creative. Um, I will always give options for everything I ask anyone to do. Um, and I try to explain to someone if something isn't working for you that day, you have permission in quotes because sometimes people just like permission, right? To do something yeah. that does feel good. Um, shreds dark, shreds loud, shreds all about like staying moving, however that best suits you for that moment. And um, that's what I really appreciate about the space. But I also try to communicate that, you know, with people when they come in, um, whether it's their first time or their 500th time, that take what you want from this and I'll push you from where you are. Yeah, and, and you know, that just like, you know, compliment from me to you that that really comes out in your teaching, because I love I love one of the things that that you and other shred instructors say, especially at the end of warm up is, you know, you're meeting yourself where you are today. It's your it's your, you know, ending warm up pace, your best pace of today. And I come into your class and some days I'm, you know, rocking and rolling and other days I'm like, don't even look at me. I don't, I don't right. want you to push me at all. And I, yeah. I, pre I appreciate that you're able to look around at, like you said, two different classes between the treadmill and the floor and meet people where they are. I mean, that's, that's huge. Yeah. You know, and um, I can read the room too, like no eye contact. Okay, cool. I got you. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> But also I read something somewhere along the line and it was like, most of your days, you are not at your peak. Like you are not a 10 out of 10 yeah. most of your days. You might be at a six or a seven or eight most of your days, right? So why aren't we learning to work from there? Yeah. You don't, you don't always need to work from your best. Work, work, work where you are, you know? And, and just because it's not your ultimate best doesn't mean it's not worth the effort, et cetera. So um, I just think that's important, especially, you know, in group fitness, you're going probably, you know, a lot of times a week. So yeah. knowing that every day can be that 110%. Um, and that's okay. I think I think that's, that's incredible advice for seasoned group fitness lovers, as well as as newbies to the space. So that's amazing. On, on the flip side, Tara, I mean, what what would you say to somebody that's watching shred that's in classes that maybe wants to become a shred 415 instructor one day oh I love that if anyone's ever interested I am part of the training process so let me know oh. but um yeah we teach two classes at once right so it is a different um if you've been in, in teaching fitness before it's probably a little bit different than what you're used yeah. to and it brings its own challenges but it's all teachable Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, we have a great format as far as how we train and get someone to that level. The biggest necessity though, is the energy and personality you bring. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Like everything else is teachable, but that isn't, and we don't want everyone to be the same. We want you to shine, but you have to have, you know, you have to have that personality and, and make it, um, very present in a room like that. So our classes, as you know, are more than workout like it's it's a vibe of the trainer for sure oh absolutely absolutely I think I think one of the other questions I have is do you have to be like a playlist wizard to be an instructor <laughs> you actually don't shred gives um shred has like a dj in an in-house dj that creates monthly um playlists but 
I like to create my own because I like certain like highs and lows and beats yeah. and um, I find when I deliver a better class when I my music is of my choice for sure. Yeah, that's oh, that, I didn't I didn't know that that they had playlists, but as a person who has thought maybe one day, you know, maybe one day I'd be an instructor, I've always been like, I don't know if I would be, a, I listen to the same thing over and over. Yeah, it is hard. You, you do get stuck with songs for sure. But um, I remember one time you told me, I want songs with words, yes. not just beats. Like I, I'm in my own head when it, there's no words. So literally last night when I was making my playlist, I had a longer drill today. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give these people songs with words because I don't want them to get frustrated, you know, in, in their head. So I gave them like old familiar songs that they could kind of bop to versus like something just with a high beat per minute. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah, thank you for your influence. <laughs> I mean, for those of you that don't know me in a group fitness setting, I beat songs where it's just like, do, do, do. That's just not for me. I get so angry <laughs> and this is a me problem this is not an instructor problem no one should change for me but I need to lose myself in lyrics so that I don't hate everything that I'm doing yeah and, and I think you're right though like like there's a time and a place for that stuff and yeah. when you're in a longer drill a little distraction is nice so the beats yeah. came towards the end when we really needed that footwork to pick up you know yeah but yeah, so you didn't change my mind. You just, I, I take feedback and I appreciate it. So amazing, amazing. Yeah. Okay, we have a couple of questions that came from the post class brag Instagram. Oh, Sarah, cool. Yes, we have a couple of people that had some specific questions for you. Sarah wants to know. How do you wind down after teaching? My adrenaline is so high after teaching, I can't sleep. She must okay. Teach she must what? Teach evening classes. Oh, I was gonna say, great question. Teach at five a.m. and you can go right back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. So on Friday mornings, you know, I teach at five and six a.m. and I leave at seven a.m. on a high. Like, okay, let's go start this day. You know, and then I come home and I just crash. Yeah. So um, that Friday, I do have no problem taking a nap. But other times I totally understand the adrenaline going and I just try to use it to my advantage, whether it's my own workout, chores, um, or something like that. But yeah, if I taught at night, which I did used to, it is hard to wind down. Um, I try to put the energy into something, not just come home and waste it. So yeah, maybe set up some kind of evening routine or yeah. something to get that energy out. Um, yeah, if I come home and I'm going, I keep my shoes on. For some oh, reason, that helps me yeah. do things. Okay. <laughs> so I keep my shoes on and then I'll like go put my laundry away or empty the dishwasher or something like that. Only with the shoes on. Yeah. Not doing okay. it without them. So. All right. Well, there you go, Sarah. Maybe keep your shoes on when you get home. Yeah, put your shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Kelsey, we have two questions from Kelsey. Kelsey wants to know, what is your dream when it comes to group fitness? Um, to be honest, I'm kind of living it right now. I love that. I, I love everything about what I get to do, um, at shred. And I don't know that anything else would cut it for me, but if I had to find something parallel, but bigger, it would probably be Peloton treadmill. Mm -hmm. Um, just as far as like, I like the way they teach to form and breath and also mindset. So 
I had to be parallel, but bigger, that would be it. But I don't know about teaching and running that I'm not sure about that. Yeah. No, that, that seems super That's a whole different animal. Yeah. (laughs) Especially with treadmill. I feel like if you're teaching cycling on Peloton, it's easier to slow your legs down to like speak. Whereas like you'd have to hop onto the side rails on the treadmill and it's very obvious that you are. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. That seems like a lot. Um, yeah, Kelsey, but besides also, that. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey <laughs> also wants to know, what do you tell yourself when you lack motivation to move your body? Oh, I love that. Um, and we've probably all heard this before, but motivation comes and goes. Oh, yeah. So it can't be that. Um, if I only went off motivation, I would probably work out twice a week, maybe once. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's hard. Um, there's always other things in the way. And I have no consistency with my job. It's, um, I mean, I'm at 6 a.m. or I'm 6 p.m. So motivation is very inconsistent as far as I can't just wake up and go. Um, so I have had to set up myself with a schedule that created consistency and also accountability. Yeah. So there's a lot of times I don't feel like it. Like I said, I have other things to do, but that's when I really lean into um, my resources. So I go to a personal trainer um, a couple times a week. I set up a workout with a friend a couple times a week. We're all scheduled group fitness where, again, you're in the class and someone's counting on you to be there. So discipline, accountability outweighs motivation every time, I think, um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great advice um, because I get it. It's not always there. So having other things besides motivation to lean on is probably is probably the key. Kind of having all those tools in your toolbox almost. Yep, exactly. And I'll even reach out to people like I see that are going to be in a shred class. If I go like, hey, I'll see you this day, you know, just just so now I feel like someone else is holding me accountable, even though they probably don't care. But yeah, I know I told them, you know, so it's always good. Just use your resources. That's the biggest thing I can say. Use your friends, use your people. Yeah. Build your community. I think that's the thing maybe with group fitness is I think so many people just look at it as a workout, but if you build that community, the the motivation and the, the dedication comes along with wanting to see those people and show up for them as well as for yourself. Exactly. Yep. And, and, yeah. you know, they, it is just about you, but it's also not, if it was, you would work out at home. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? And yep. so there's, there's definitely some power behind, behind the people around you. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the amount of fitness options that we have at our fingertips these days is unreal, free and paid. So mm-hmm. if you're choosing group fitness, like you're choosing it, you're choosing. It, all yeah, of it. absolutely. The whole, the whole shebang. Yeah. All right. I have one more question, but I'm going to save it because it's one of my questions. So Tina, I'll give you credit once we get there, but I, w- I want to move into talking just a little bit more about you, Tara, maybe outside of being a group fitness instructor. And so I'd love to know what your current fitness routine looks like. Oh, right. Um, How you're staying active. Yeah. My current fitness routine right now for myself is a damn dream. I'm doing everything that I like love to do. So I really love that for me. Um, and it didn't yes. just happen overnight. Like I, it took time to kind of figure out what worked, what I liked, what I wasn't going to force all the time if I wasn't enjoying it, stuff like that. So um, my first thing I do is I do strength training at Performance House with Ryan, which if you follow me, you know, um, I'm going on, I think two, 
two years. No, I just passed two and a half years. Oh, wow. So I've been going in for a while. And this guy has like completely changed my mind on strength training. Um, it's not so much all about the heaviest weights. It's about functional training. Um, I'm not maxing out every time. I'm just focusing on good, healthy movement while loaded with weight. So okay. it's not, you know what I mean? It's it's moving with weight, but also not like completely exhausting every time. It's like, how well can you move carrying this? Um, and my like strength through my core, my unilateral movements, which everyone knows I love, and my hips, which I struggle with with running, are all like top tier now. So oh yeah, training with him has been the best thing I've done for myself. Um, and I'm also able to incorporate that in a lot of my classes. So my knowledge in how the body moves and functional movement, which I am so glad I can give to people as well. Yeah. Um, now, granted, it's not the same, right? A lot of stuff takes a lot of time and patience with a trainer, but the stuff that I know I can bring to group fitness, I really try to try to carry through. Um, and it's giving me healthier movement with running and pickleball, which Ooh. leads me to my next things. Yes. My running, shred. I do shred about one or two times a week, depending on everything else. I play pickleball probably three times a week. Um, so with shred, I love to run, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something I've always been able to physically do. So I find a lot of satisfaction with it. I leave class every time being like, damn, Tara, there's once upon a time you couldn't do this or you never thought you could do this. Um, and so that's why I like running more than actually running. Um, so yeah. that excites me. And then pickleball, my newest obsession, I've been playing for like a year or so. Um, I love it. The more you get into it, the more you see the strategy behind it. And it makes it that much more fun. So um, those are that's my training right now. And I love how it all kind of works together. You know, quick, agile, progressing yeah. in all, all areas. So I, I love it right now. I mean, I need you to brag on yourself for a minute. I saw on Instagram a while ago that you, like, placed in a pickleball, like, doubles competition. I did. And, man, it was a dog fight. It oh. was so hard, and I was like in the low. I was in the lower bracket. I mean, it was hard, but yeah, I got third place. Um, but That's it, amazing. Yeah. It, it it was a good time. It's just like I don't know. You forget tournaments, and then there's only two people on the team, so it's not like a, a baseball team or yeah basketball. Like it's you and your partner, so it's like it's a lot of responsibility and um, but so good, so good. So thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think it's amazing. I mean, we've played pickleball together before. It's been a while. So when, I mean, the weather's pretty nice right now, but we'll have to, um, we'll have to play together again soon. I mean, yeah, for sure. I am not good, but I have fun trying something different, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what it's about. That's what it's about. It's just, everything is just about doing whatever you want and having fun doing it. That's, mm -hmm. that's how I feel. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I want to get into the Lululemon ambassador thing. So you, you're a Lululemon ambassador. Talk to us about it. What does it mean? How did you get picked? We, the, the people want to know, and this was Tina's question. She wants to know. I want to know. Everybody wants to know. Um, okay. So I'm not entirely sure of the process to become an okay. ambassador. Okay. Besides knowing that there is an option on their website with an application. But besides that. I'm not sure. I had already, I had worked at Lululemon seasonally mm -hmm. um, for a th few months um, over the holiday, probably five years ago. And so that's where I kind of like found what I loved about Lululemon, but also built 
um, some relationships there and was able to continue them to grow. So Lululemon prides itself on community building and I, that was a big part in them choosing me. Um, I try to keep strong community around me and empower yeah. them along the way. So that, that, that's a little bit um, about how they pick maybe if that was helpful. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. So what, what is it? What, so now you've been chosen. What does that mean? What do you, what do you, what are you doing with it? Yeah. So Lululemon um, being an ambassador is a dream. Like I never thought, like I said, when I worked there, I would look up and be like, damn, that's cool. Never even had an idea that I was seen in that way, which is awesome. Um, but it's a mutual, very, very mutual relationship. It's not me doing much for them and them do, and it's not one-sided. Um, they build me up with a lot of support guidance with, we have like quarterly meetings to see what I want to do next quarter. Um, whether it's community driven, um, with, uh, they can support me with people from their team. If I am building something like you came to my women's international women's day event last year. So they do stuff like that where they'll, um, if I have something bigger, they'll support, they'll try to help me financially or again with their time or resources, which is awesome. Um, and then there's a lot of leadership development, um, again, from their team, helping me organize what I want to do. They also have an online platform. If I have questions or help, I log on. I schedule a meeting 30 minutes at a time. Someone sits down and talks with you and helps you kind of like talk it out, basically. That's not like, they don't give you a lot of answers. They're literally just guiding into the conversation for yourself, which is yeah. awesome. I've used it um, to help me with some of my speaking engagements. And then um, what else? Basically, it's like I have a big squad supporting me in my dreams is is honestly it and you know we're not required to post anything on social media about them uh, we're not required like there's not a lot of requirements from them it's basically them supporting me and then hoping that I'm sharing that stuff with my community and my community sees it I I think that there's something so beautiful in that because I I feel like finding people that build up our community that make it feel welcoming and inclusive it's hard to find those people these days. I mean, you're, you're searching through social media. And so if you're out shopping and can walk into a store and see a familiar face or hear about something that can like guide you somewhere, I just, I love, I love both sides. I love that they're building you up and I love that you found a place where you can just like project what you're doing further out into the community beyond what you're doing with shred or your Instagram or anything else. Yeah, totally. Me too. And, um, it's, I really didn't understand the full scope of it till I got into it. So it's been a real blessing to see that, you know, they're helping me develop and they want me to become bigger and better for Cincinnati, not in Lululemon's next, right? Like it's, it's, it's for all of us first, which I, I, I didn't realize that was a focus. So it's been awesome. That's really cool. I, I love that. And we have such a cool Lululemon community here in Cincinnati, the stores, I mean, I've even got to meet some of the managers and the people that work there um, through events and it's been, it's really cool. So, and of course, like you have to be one of the people, we all see you in that way. Um, I have a fun question for us. So I think we'll go back and forth, but I want us each to choose our top three favorite Lululemon items that we can't live without. So I'll have you start and we'll go back and forth and, and say what our top three are. Okay. I love this. Um, and I was trying to think about it on like 
I have a lot, but I'll <laughs> dial it in. So I'm going to, I had four, so I'm going to combine two okay. first. Okay. 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 Because um, I just got back from Florida for 10 days and I was able to fit it all in a backpack. Incredible. And I Wizard. want to give credit, yeah, to the Wanderlust backpack. It's huge, amazing, and it counts as just a ba- a personal item. If you're like me and don't fly Delta to Florida, you need to pay for that bag, and I refuse. So, Wanderlust backpack, and then they also have this awesome Command the Day kit that fits toiletries. And these both are extremely deceiving, and they fit far more than you would ever imagine. Oh, I I have a Lululemon backpack. I don't know if it's that style, but I have to say I also love my backpack. So yeah, yeah, you should. If it's not the Wanderlust, it's gigantic and fantastic. So okay, has a laptop sleeve in the back, but Florida is probably the only place it would work because my clothes were smaller, less fabric. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, yeah. don't pack it for Colorado or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going hiking, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's yours? Um, Okay, my first one, and I know, I feel like this is a slept on item. I don't hear many people talking about it. It's the Swift Speed leggings. People, I I feel like people don't talk about them. I tried a pair. I got a pair a few years ago off of the, we made too much rack. And I was like, I am in these pants. Like, I'm like, nothing is going anywhere. I've never had a pair of pants that I don't have to pull up while I'm running or doing something like when I'm in these pants, I'm in them. Yes, so. girl, that, that, that shit is glued and I love it. Some people don't like the high compression. I love the high compression. Um, and I did size up. I have my regular size and uh, mm-hmm. a little tough to breathe, mm-hmm. um, but the, I did size up and then I was like, okay, those are amazing. Yep. And they have yep. pockets, which I love pockets. because if I'm doing something and I want my phone for like content, it's, it's perfect. Oh yeah. Very sleek pockets. Like some legging pockets are bulky and they're in the way. I feel like these just like, like slip right in with the design. I love these. If they ever discontinue these, I will hurl myself into a river. Yeah. You're so right. And I'm, I'm (laughs) glad you brought those up. I would go into the river too with you, but (laughs) I, um, I just wore mine this week and I was like, yeah, that felt good. Yeah, they're so, so good. They're so good. Yeah. Okay, what's your number two? Okay, tis the season. Well, it is 65, but if it was February for real, um, the Wonder Puff crop vest. Okay. Is, I wear it everywhere, and I think it's good for, like, fitness stuff because you just throw it on over something, and then you can just pull it right off. Yeah. Um, It's warm. It has a um, a hood you can snap on or off. Ooh, I dress I it up, that. dress it down. Yeah, it's... I was like kind of hesitant on buying it because I'm like, come on. And then I've probably worn it, you know, 75 out of 80 days past, okay. past 80 days. Yeah. So we love a vest. I love I, a vest. I love vests. I think that they don't get enough use. Same. I'm a vest girly for sure. Yeah. It just like elevates mm. everything. It does. I love that. Um, my number two is so basic, but it, it has. Oh gosh, to let's hear it. It's, it's the belt bag, and let me just tell you. Okay, good. My biggest pet peeve of all time is carrying things. I hate carrying things. I want my hands to be free at all times, and so the belt bag is perfect for me because there's no purse slipping, there's no holding. It's all right there, easy, accessible. I can get everything. I'm not losing anything. It has, like, when it goes out of style, my husband's like, you look like a 16-year-old. When are you going to stop wearing these? I'm like, never. 
because it's yeah, just right? way too convenient. Way too convenient. I totally am on that train and I almost picked it, but I didn't. So I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know it's basic, but it's, it's just, it's that, it really is that good. It just, it is. really is that good. And I just, I'm going to shout out Lululemon because, you know, I'm a tall, larger girl and the, you know, I can make these belt bags fit and look normal on me where other brands, their straps aren't long enough for me to Mm -hmm. be able to make them look normal on me as broad shouldered, tall girl. So shout out Lululemon. I totally get that too, because I have like a bigger chest and so stuff a lot of time will hit like my waist or, or you know, I'm just thinking of like bags in general. So yeah, um, I totally get that. Yeah. It, you can feel normal in their, in their belt bag. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Okay. What's your number three, your last and final, my last and final upcoming for spring. They come out with this and like, I don't know, spring, I think it's called the pack light pullover. Oh and yeah. I know. Like, I've seen it's you like wear this, it. Yeah. I wear it nonstop. I have it in five colors. Um, and it's just a light jacket that goes anywhere. It's like a waffle print. Um, uh, yeah, it's the best. You can zip it all the way up, you know, to your neck or you can keep it unzipped. It's like a quarter zip. So highly recommend that. I will probably buy a new color and post it, um, when it comes out. So stay ready. <laughs> stay ready. <laughs> I wear okay. it nonstop. Get your bank accounts ready for Tara to Not post right. spring. I know. Days. I'll put the links. <laughs> um, my last and final is the high neck swiftly tank. Um, I love the high neck because as we were just saying, like broad shoulder, broad chested, the, the high neck, it's like a great fabric and I just need it to be up a little higher so that the girls, you know, stay where they're supposed to stay. And I wish that they would come out with more colors. There was a time where they, I mean, I have one in a bright pink, but lately they've just had like, you know, black, gray and white. And I'm like, come on, Lululemon, keep this one around. Don't. Don't let it go. We want the high neck. It's it's a look. It's a vibe, you know? I have honestly, too, never tried that on. And um, I just said I had a bigger chest. And so that sounds amazing. Okay. You know? Yes. Uh, this I'm is go from get me one. to you. Definitely Thank get you. one. Because yeah. I'm a huge, huge fan. Okay. I'm in. Oh, my gosh. Don't this was... me with a good time. <laughs> this was so fun. And also, my bank account is not ready for me to go looking for that backpack. And you're... Yeah, I know. <laughs> wait for it on we made too much um tara some people might not know about the vision and goals part of lululemon um can you maybe share a piece of knowledge or a favorite part from those workshops i mean i know we can't really get into a whole workshop on this podcast but maybe just like a snippet or something or maybe a takeaway people could think about after they're done listening to this yeah for sure so um as at lululemon as uh as you know, leadership or an ambassador, you have um, option to facilitate their vision and goals program workshop, whatever you want to call it. And basically it's exactly what it sounds. It's you thinking about your vision and thinking about goals that will help you get there. Um, but my favorite thing about these vision and goal workshops is besides the fact that it makes you pause and think, because often we don't, yeah. it would be that you really Lululemon really leans into strengths in their facilitation. And I don't think a lot of people focus on that. It's not about how you can make your weakness better. It's what are you good at now? What do you like now? And how can we build on that and make it even better? And I think so often we're trying to fix ourselves and what we're not good at 
and Lululemon really taps into focus on what you are already feeling good about and how do we make that to the next level? Um, and I really appreciate that. So yeah, it's just a different viewpoint of, of um, your vision and your goals, right? Like a lot of people, their goals are something they're not good at. Like, yeah. I want to do better at this. Mm-hmm. And Lululemon has you think outside of the box. Like they don't even tell you this is what you're doing, but you're writing down things you already enjoy or are good at. And then they're like, oh, hey, by the way, this is what we're working on, you know? And so that's what I, that's one of my favorite things about the vision and goals piece. Yeah. You know, I was in a vision, I was in the vision and goals session that you ran for the beauty boost at taste of yoga. And I remember you saying, we're not looking at things that you want to do. We're looking at things that you're already good at. And honestly, like I, my, I mean, I hate to admit it, but I kind of left a little blank having to take that home because I, I had never really thought about it in those parameters. Exactly. Before. Right. Which is like, what the heck? Why aren't we thinking about what we're good at? And running with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I think you did think about what you're good at because now you're hosting a podcast. I mean, Tara, so, we're, we're going for it this year. We're, so. we're going for it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you know, you thought about it, like you're good at talking, you're good at um, building up, you know, in this group fitness community. And so um, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, oh. so good. Oh, Tara, this was so fun. Where can people find you? On Instagram, T Breezy. I don't, I deleted some E's. So there used to be eight. I think there's less now. So we'll just type you. in a we'll couple E's. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be on there. T Breezy or Shred 415 off Red Bank. Um, find me on the schedule. I'd love to have you. You can send me a message if you can't find me and I'll get you in. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we we're starting this thing. Well, I mean, this is episode two, so LOL, everything is <laughs> brand new. We're going to end. We're ending with a closing breath. I did the one last, but you are a seasoned fitness instructor. So I would love if you would lead us in our closing breath. And just a reminder to those of you listening to this in the car, keep your eyes open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep your <laughs> eyes open, but you can do the breath part, you know? All right. Yeah. So, and how I train, if I can't hear you breathe, you ain't doing it right. So make sure it's audible, right? All right. We can't so, hear you on the other end, but you know, you know, we're here. We want you yeah, to yeah. hear yourself. Just for a vision, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So big inhale, everybody inhale. Exhale. And on the exhale, you're reminding yourself you're confident, you're strong, and you have the power to be whatever you want to be. You can follow the pod on Instagram at postclassbrag, and you can follow me at Katie Bragaw. This was an amazing kickstart to interviewing group fitness instructors. I hope you loved it, and we'll see you next time.